strategically listen to, i'm going to say this again listen to my voice because here's the magic in your in your answers or you'll find it everything that everybody's experiencing right now feels like they've had something taken away you've had your liberty taken away with every aspect of it and no one's ever experienced it before This is the Paul Goff Audio Experience. Whether you call yourself a PT, a physical therapist, or a physiotherapist, and wherever you are listening to this right now, this is for you. It is me revealing everything I can to help make you a more successful business owner. Thanks for listening. It means the absolute world to me. Hello, podcast listeners. It's Becca here. I help members of the Paul Goff community with their done-for-you marketing. And today, I'm over the moon to bring you this episode of the Paul Goff Audio Experience. For today's behind-the-scenes look inside our community, you will hear a clinic owner ask Paul, what's next? He and his team have worked extremely hard to get through the recent pandemic, and now that they are able to see the light at the end of the tunnel, he wants to make sure they are prepared to continue to exceed the expectations of his patients. Paul explains that it is important to know that everyone will adjust at their own pace, but when each person finally makes the decision to come back to your clinic, you will need this one distinct offering that will set you apart from the competition. If you like this podcast and are asking yourself, I wonder how this guy can help me in my business, head to paulgoff.com slash recession to see how he can help you market to patients right now, even while money is tight. On this webpage, you'll be able to get access to four hours of information to help you regain the cash you have missed out on over the last financial quarter, how to recession-proof your business, and the opportunities that will come up due to the looming recession. Again, if you want to get access to all of this information and much more, head to polgoff.com recession to get started today. Enough of hearing me talk, let's get this show started. I hope you enjoy. questions everybody had a good call oh i got a question for you let's go natty what's going on nothing much man um enjoying welcome to, welcome to ceo as well yeah I'm excited to get, get to know you we'll get uh we'll get you in a group at the end of the year i'm excited yeah i'm excited to be there um so we had a really good month uh you know everything's great so now you know it, it takes a certain level of energy to get to where we are now now to me it's almost like to maintain where we are now that's also required different kind of energy right yeah. it's, it's it's um start well so, stamina now you've, you've yes. got here you, you've got here on adrenaline so this is the, mm-hmm. the, the the situation is you've got here on adrenaline you've been losing you you, you know you almost lost your business oh, shit um it's like there's a lion running after you and you you're, you're running like fuck to, to get out the way and it's like oh shit it's gone now but now i need to get to like to land to get oh i need to get water but it's like miles away it's like shit. I'm not going to be able to keep running at the same pace. I'm going to have to change. I'm going to have to change the way I, I, you know, kind of run. The crisis is over, so that's going to significantly change how you manage yourself and how you manage your people. Mm-hmm. So that's that's another thing. I mean, I guess I, I don't know if I'm asking the question, but I guess the, as far as like mind mindset goes, um, you know, you you can only run so fast for so long until you you start hitting the wall, right? Yeah. So. My thing now is that uh, even with Barry talking about customer service, so I think, uh, I guess the best way, I, I'm just asking you kind of talking out loud, is that would the best way to sustain what we have is to just, you know, build uh, a better customer service and a better uh, system? Would that be it? A, a better version of everything you've already got is really okay. the game now. Temp, all you need now, 
people's expectations have dropped by about 50%. If you add 10%, you're 60%, like, you, you, you're there. Anything extra that you give somebody through this period of time that they weren't getting pre-March the 15th, you are their, you are their hero. Because everything has been, listen, just, just look around. Everything's been taken away from you. Everything is being taken away from every single service. Like I, I'm, I'm four weeks ahead of you here in terms of, so I'm, I'm back in Starbucks, I'm back in a restaurant, I'm back on the beach, I'm back, downtown Disney's back open, right? I'm waiting for somebody to go, there's something that you weren't getting. There's something that you didn't ask for that we were, we, we were charging you for pre this thing. It's going to be that simple. Give anything, right? Anything. Look at this. And again, candidly, look at what we would. It's like, there's this thing. There's front desk group stars. There's a Neil. There's the CPA. There's the, like, we were given extra things. Here's the next mastermind event. We're giving them more. We're going to have three tracks. And it's like, what can we do to give something that people weren't expecting or getting pre, right? That's the game strategically that you've got to get into. Because everyone around you, this, it's called the second order consequence. The second order consequences of a recession is everybody cuts back, right? Now, I'm not saying like go full, you know, full throttle on, on, on overdrive, but there's going to be some simple things that you can do or give to somebody that you weren't doing pre-March the 15th that they will love you forever for. That's the game on customer service and value delivery in the next 6 to 12, 18 months. Understand that. They've had this much taken away. All you've got to do is give a little bit this end. Like every other company that they're dealing with has gone and lost. You kind of maintain the equilibrium somehow and then add a little bit, you'll win. Even just 10%, it's tiniest gifts, little chocolate bar, anything. Just something that somebody goes, wow. Strategically, listen, to, I'm going to say this again, listen to my voice because here's the magic in your, in your answers. Or you'll find it. Everything that everybody's experiencing right now feels like they've had something taken away. You've had your liberty taken away with every aspect of it. And no one's ever experienced it before. Any business that gives a little bit more for pretty much the same price, if you like, you know, even if you're going to raise your rates, it's all relative. That will be the difference that will be felt because no other business will do it for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. And, and to add on to, to the value that you say, how, so I'm, I'm actually working on a presentation because we're raising our rates and it's, the presentation is about understanding our value as uh, a company and understand their value. So, you know, how, how do you usually convey value to your staff? Value is uh, many different ways to look at it. Value is potentially in the one I would describe is the, the, the movement or the distance that you can move somebody from where they are in their pain, in their frustration to this other place that they want to get to. The bigger the movement, the more value that you've added to somebody's life. So to put that into context, most of your competitors do pain relief, right? That's one ounce of value. All this is explained in chapter four. In fact, read chapter four of my accelerator book. It talks about the idea that the more units of value that you add, the more money that you can charge. So the typical PT struggles to charge $150 because the only value that they offer is pain relief. The minute then you move into but we also offer pain relief plus the ability for you to be independent and the ability to do more things and be autonomous and live this life and come off pills. I've just increased my value. And then if I say, but as well as independence and as well as being autonomous, I can uh, limit the chances of you getting infected 
and having cardiovascular problems because our programs are designed to keep you moving, keep you well, keep you breathing, keep your heart and lungs. Now I'm into a new level of value that I'll pay for even more. And then if I lump on some kind of emotional well-being transformation that says whenever I come to Natty's clinic, I get felt like a superstar. Everybody remembers my name. I have my own coffee mug. I don't even have to ask for two sugars because it's put in. They have cookies baked for me and my name and picture up on the wall and everybody bows down and kisses my ass every time I come in. And that important in this world, I walk into Natty's treatment room on a red carpet. I'm now on another level of value because I feel emotionally better than any of these physical things down here. Do you get it? Mm-hmm. So, so there's a value continuum that is very little understood that most businesses, and this is a real absolute foundational lesson, Paul 101, most businesses, it's transactional. I, I'll give you money, you get my ankle moving, right? With a little bit of, hello, how are you? And, and nice to see you. The businesses that go over here and go, let's get in the make you feel really good about yourself business. Make you feel tingly if you like when you walk through the door. Where have you been? We ain't seen you for two weeks. Oh my God, so glad to see you again. How's the kids? How's the family? Show me the pictures of your recent vacation. Well, no recent vacations, but you get the point, right? Like, show me all that. That, that company is the one that will charge $300. Your staff need to be permanently educated on their real job, which is to make people feel good about themselves through you. You don't do that with McKenzie exercises. You make people feel better about their ankle through McKenzie. Well, not McKenzie, but you get the point, right? Like through all that. All right, Carrie, I've I, I seen you. He, in Britain, we do McKenzie on ankles, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you get the point, right? That's where most people get lost and stuck. It's in, I do this thing and I solve this, this other thing. The businesses that uh, add the most value it's you make me feel really, really good about myself. And that's really why I come and you happen to get my ankle better. All of the value comes from the people of your company. Every ounce of value that people want to pay for comes from your people and your people must understand what value is and how it's stacked. So what I just explained to you there is called stacking. You stack the value. How well do we do all of those things? How well do we make you feel about being in our world? Right, you again, candidly, you've been to our events, right? I, I, I might be going out on a little bit of limb, but I don't think I'm too far on it. The thing that people tell us about what people love about my events is not me on stage talking shit about business. It's how Becca makes you feel, or, or Simon makes you feel, or Lisa makes you feel, or Sophie makes you feel, or Amy about the fact that you're back in our in our little world. It's that they're happy to see you and they want to give you a cuddle, and that's that's who they are. I've just tried to emphasize that that's the value that really we are as a company. That's the reason that this company has done really well over this last three months because the, every ounce of value was over here. All these other things were easy. Teaching a cash flow forecast, talking about cockpit and reminding, like, fucking do that with my eyes closed. Absolute eyes closed. But the value, the real value, the emotional connection, that takes work and that takes understanding. Anybody is capable of doing it but very few businesses pull it off because it's not reinforced day after day after day after day that that's what this is about. You're in the emotional equity game. Build that, you'll, you'll, you'll write your own checks in, in, in any business. You'll never, ever have to worry about your, your company. You might lose a little bit of cash flow. You might lose some revenue, 
but you will not lose customers if you get in that game. And that's what this is all about. All of the businesses that are out of businesses, you look at them, there's no emotional equity. It's, it's one-off transactions. It was relying upon somebody else's business, Hertz, for example. It's not real emotional equity with them type of companies. It was I got off a plane and you were the first fucking one free. Like, that's, that's the deal. You were the, you were the first car place that I could get in and, and get the car that I wanted. There isn't a real emotional bond with those types of businesses. They struggle to charge the prices that they needed to have cash in the bank to survive the next three or four months. It's every, everything, when you really drill down and you go, let's have a look at this, I can see, you can see it. How are Apple going to do? Anybody? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing will change. They'll have a few months. How's Disney going to do? They'll have a few months of a dip. But in the grand scheme of things, why? Because there was an emotional connection with the brand, with the company, with the people. It, it, it's never about the theme park or the iPhone. It's about the relationship with the business. That's where the value is in Apple. And that they're very good at holding on to cash. As are Disney. Big lessons to be learned from those companies. Apple's, Apple's strategy, and again, I'm writing about this, it's relevant from a cash flow point of view. Apple's strategy, the reason that there they are, the most cash-rich business on earth, is they've figured out cash flow and they turned it on its head. If you, if you owe us money, we want it in seven days. And if we owe you money, we're not giving it you for 110. Then three months in the middle is how Apple got to billions in cash reserves, more than the American government. Somebody came in and figured that simple thing out. Get into the position where you're that good, you can set up and demand that anybody who owes you money pays you in seven days. No 30 days, seven. And if we owe you money, you're signing a contract that you won't ask for your money till at least 110. Boom. 100 days, cash flow positive. Fucking genius. Cash rich business. But why? What was the highest level of all of that? Such, such emotional equity between the customers and the business. That everybody wants to buy their products because of that and therefore everybody wants to be part of apple's ecosystem if you like as a vendor or supplier they pull the strings all roads lead back to the emotional bond that apple customers have primarily with jobs and then apple the company not the iphone not the ipod fucking i'll have the people that buy whatever they put out that's what you present to your staff Thank you. That was really good. Thank you. Disney uh, is again you, is your example. Disney Disney shareholders are pissed right now, but they're not they're not on sleepless nights because they know it's they, they know. <laughs> I read I read uh, something. So and again, you, you know, you, you if anything throughout all of this, it's the end of journalism for me, right? I just stare at anything now. I'm going, you asshole, 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 politically motivated, asshole. You're trying to get me to think a certain way. I, I flat out refuse anything to come into my world that's written by a journalist anymore, ever again. Another log of lessons throughout this, this entire 
media debacle, right? Medical situation, full respect for, media debacle, zero respect for. Absolute shit show. Biggest thing you'll, you know, the biggest shit show you'll ever see. And one of these um, journalists said, apparently um, nobody's coming back out to any of these states, that these bars and restaurants have opened and nobody's coming back out and everybody's really, really concerned, right? And, and they use all of these like actuals and factuals, like everybody, and I'm going, I don't know if this guy's been to fucking Clearwater Beach this weekend, but the police had to stop you getting on the beach at fucking 8.30 in the morning, right? It was that busy. And Disney, in a couple of weeks when it opens, I'm pretty sure you'll have to start queuing the night before to get in when it opens its doors. There's going to be no shortage of people wanting to rush back because they are emotionally connected to this thing. It's, it, it's not because fucking Splash Mountain's been updated in the last 12 weeks, that's for sure, right? And Space Mountain, that won't have had a makeover. It wants knocking down and starting again. But people will still rush back because of the emotional bond that they have with the companies. I can guarantee you one thing. When the Florida Mart, well, it's already open, but on the day that the, the Mala Millennia opened here, there'll have been a line in the Apple store. Guarantee it. And I can guarantee you another thing. Microsoft will have had three people in before midday. The same, the same thing. There's the phones. There's the computers. Three people will have been in the Microsoft store before midday when there will have been a line around the corner to get into the Apple store. Emotional relationship. Simple as that. Emotional equity is where all your value is, Natty. That's the bit you've got to get your staff's head around. That help yes yeah i was just typing notes up that's really good and they've got to they've got to believe it they've got to believe into it that that's not what we do the thing that we sell is not what we do the customer buys something very different businesses are guilty often of not selling the thing the customer wants to buy and the customer never buys the thing that you think you're selling Hammer that into your company. All right, takeaways from the call. Type into the chat. Let's end it there. It was a great last question. Um, they never buy the tangible. They always buy the intangible. Correct. What else? Takeaways from the call. Thank you for listening to Paul Goff's audio experience. If you're brand new to Paul's world, head on over to paulsmarketingbook.com where you can get started with his number one best-selling marketing book for physical therapists. Or if you've been listening to the show for a while, you like what you hear and you think that you could benefit from this type of help to accelerate the growth and profitability of your practice, reach out to Paul's team at paul at paulgoff.com and tell us exactly what you're looking for. And by the way, if you know someone who would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. And if you've got any questions that you want answered, tweet Paul at the Paul Goff using the hashtag AskPG. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. All right, until next time, have a wonderful day.